Thanks for joining Mark and Kim here today, Family Mission. Once again, getting into the mission of love. The mission of marriage. The mission of marriage. Here we are today. So thankful that you're tuning in, that you've chosen to tap onto some form of this podcast link. Thank you so very much for listening, for joining our conversation today, for sharing it, That's helping right. us get the word out. Yeah, we'd like to have a lot more people sitting at the table. So Yes. You know, we like sitting at the table. Yeah. Yes. And um, we're just, again, so thankful that you're joining us today. And make sure that, you know, click the link below, communicate with us via social media, whether it's Facebook or other social media platforms. All the connections are below in the link. Or you can always email us. That's always a good way as well. Spellman Ministries at gmail.com. Com. Dot com. Dot com. Send us an email. Send us a question. Send us testimonies. Send us feedback. Feedback, even constructive criticism. Yeah. We've oh, we don't know if we like the two of you together, <laughs> or we're really enjoying your conversations. That's right. Or will you talk about this subject? Yeah, we would love you. Bring you. light. How did this? How did, how did God use this in your life? Mm-hmm. Well. Let All of those things. Hear from you. Yes, let us let us hear. We'd love to hear from you and and just uh, reach out to us however you choose. But let's get into the conversation, Kim, as we continue to talk about the mission of marriage. And that mission is the mission of love. love. That's right. L O V E. You know, I love how many times when we talk about marriage, you. You always define uh, submission, which, of course, in the famous Ephesians 5 passage, it talks about men loving their wives as Christ loves the church. And it talks about women submitting to their own husbands. And you teach that so well when you talk about the word submission. Well, a wife comes into um, an under, Mm -hmm. sub, under the mission. Mm -hmm. And so... Man, you got to give us a mission to come under. That's right. Hello, 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 hello. And then together, together as a couple, we're under the mission of love. So everyone submitted. And in fact, the Bible even teaches about mutual submission, one to another. So, you know, we working together exactly because we're going to have different strengths, and we definitely are made differently. Hello. That's right. Hello. But we're not going to talk about no Venus and Mars. It's not no. about being from Venus or Mars. No, because it's, if we're all agape, then we're all type A personalities. Come Hello. on. Cha-ching. 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 So. Okay, well, there's a little story behind that. Yeah. See, um, I tend to be somewhat of a type A personality. That's right. And many would say, oh, you're just so particular. <laughs> You're just so organized. You're just so um, you you, that just that just comes natural to you. You can organize anything. Mm -hmm. Well, so everybody should say I was type A. Well, one day my my guy said, (laughs) yeah, you are type A, type A, type A, type A, type agape, type agape. Because how many know God's in the details? He is in the details and he will equip you. Mm hmm. 
for How everything. God's organized. He is organized. Hello, look at the atmosphere. Look mm-hmm. at the earth. Look at the stars. Look at the universe. But you know, sometimes people will say, Kim, they'll say, oh, but this just needs to be organic. It just needs to be organic. And you can be organic and, and organized. Oh, come on. Because <laughs> organic is like a river flowing. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that um, that river doesn't have some organization of boundaries or it wouldn't be a river. Hello. And see, <laughs> all of creation is a witness and testimony that God is both organic and organized. Yes. These aren't competing realities. No, they're completing. These are completing realities. And so men and women are different. Personalities can be different. But in that, we can all be type agape. Well, and in in that in a marriage, you find each other's strengths mm-hmm. and you learn to work together. You you learn to allow the strength. And if you're both weak in an area, then you have to come together and yeah. begin to pray and say, God, give us both strength in yeah. this area. We're going to have to grow. We have to grow. We have to we have to work in you. And by the spirit, you know, it comes to my heart. You know, there's a scripture that says everything to life and godliness. He's provided us. And so to have a successful, Mm -hmm. a a joyous, a productive, a flourishing marriage, um, he's already given it to us. Yeah, let me give you that reference since you did bring it up. It's Second Second Peter. <laughs> oh, he's, he's finding it real quick. <laughs> well, I mean, we, I don't want to just throw it out there. I want to make oh, sure they know sorry. where to find it. Second, sorry, I just threw it out there. See, that's that's he and I <laughs> coming together. <laughs> second Peter chapter one. Second Peter chapter one. Verse three and four. Verse three and four. <laughs> King James version. <laughs> According as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to all, life and all, godliness. All, all, That's right. Everything. But you know what? That means that we have to be dependent on the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if, if, if we're seeking, we're seeking truth, we're seeking everything for life and godliness, we are seeking with the help of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. It's not in the flesh that we're seeking to improve or grow or develop or mature. Though we can do things, though we can do things in the natural as the spirit leads us, Mm -hmm. because I don't know how many of you out there um, besides us have tried to live healthy in a way, mm-hmm. you can't do that in your flesh because self-control eventually will wear out Hello, and you will cave and go yeah. for that big bowl of ice cream. And when you spring back from those dietary boundaries, sometimes Ooh, you spring rupa, way back, uh, <laughs> way back and you've gained a whole, whole lot more. So what we're saying here and we're kind of poking fun because we all know that that is a real um, choosing the help of the Holy Ghost on a daily basis. We all do it and um, we all should do it mm-hmm. when it comes to health and when it help it comes to, you know, dietary exercise and, you know, all of that healthy any, living, any discipline, healthy living. Choosing. I mean, 
It's, it's it's not healthy for somebody to sit behind a desk. Financial de- health. Yes, hello. It's not healthy for someone to sit behind a desk for 12 and 15 hours a day mm-hmm. and never get up, never walk around, never go outside and get vitamin D, never get the fresh air that goes into your lungs that helps purify. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not just talking about food that goes into our mouth, though yeah. that can apply. Yeah. But, you know, with the help of the Holy Ghost, he can lead us and he can guide us into all All things, all things, all truth, all things that pertain to life, to life and godliness and godliness. And our marriage marriage needs that promise. Our marriage does need that promise. The mission of marriage needs that promise that there's grace available for everything that pertains to life, everything that pertains to godliness, but it's through the knowledge of him. It's through our relationship with Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. as a husband, as a wife, and then together, that's how we grow. That's how we flow. Well, and it's an understanding of Mm -hmm. true agape. Mm -hmm. It's an understanding of unconditional. First Corinthians chapter 13, that chapter in in demonstration because mm-hmm. you know love suffers long it bears up under anything yeah. and everything. everything that means that we have the ability to choose love mm-hmm. true agape shake things off yeah and work yeah work together work together in harmony Mm-hmm. work together in communication. But, you know, we, we've talked about this before um, in a couple of our, our um, conversations previously. All communication, true communication ceases Yeah. in a threat environment. Come on. If you don't feel like you're being heard, accepted, Mm-hmm. Or there's some form, and and that may not even be something that's just coming from your spouse. Mm-hmm. It actually may be coming from the voice of the enemy from something in the past. Yeah. If you don't feel like you have hope, you know, if you don't feel like you have hope, then you're going to not feel safe. You're going to not want to lean into the relationship. You're not going to want to lean into that intimacy. That's right. And true love, agape love is fully based yeah. on intimacy. Amen. Amen. So you want intimacy in your marriage to increase because we're talking about marriage today <laughs> and we're talking about the royal law of love. Yep. You want your marriage to go to a different um, level. You want some things to get worked out where you can you feel like you can be completely honest mm-hmm. with your spouse. You know what? You just have to Go back to a place of love, forgiveness, mm-hmm. and face-to-face encounters. Yeah. Just going to take time. You know, mm-hmm. That's one of the very first things you quote First Corinthians 13, 4. Love is patient. In other words, love's going to take time. Mm-hmm. Some things will just take time. We live in such a... Um, uh, microwave society <laughs> drive through drive through society we want things quick and we I want get, it now want it now and sometimes then we let me let just that. google it and i'll get it now <laughs> i'll get that answer right now 
But we, in our marriages, in our relationship with God, in relationship with each other, there's going to be some things that just will take time. And that's not, that's not failure. That's not doing anything wrong. That's just by design. Scripture even says that the kingdom of God is like you know a man that sows seed and it comes forth first the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the ear. That's process. It is process. And maybe you're coming back, you're rebounding from something that's happened in your marriage. Maybe you've gone through a separation and you've chosen to allow God to heal your marriage and you've come back together Mm -hmm. Um, after this time of separation. Maybe there's been something that's caused um, great trust issues. Maybe there's been deception or there's not been something um, that is is complete truth truth in your marriage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe someone's, you know, been unfaithful and, and you're now coming back. And again, unfaithfulness doesn't have to be just in one arena. I mean, right. it could be, it could be many arenas. Maybe you were addicted to your job mm-hmm. and your, your, your mate, your, your spouse was the last one on, on, on the list that on got anything, list, yeah. that got anything. And maybe you realize, wait a minute, that's not right. And I need to, I need to shift this. Mm-hmm. We need to shift this. I want to shift this. Yeah. You know, um, sometimes it's being, unfaithful with finances maybe maybe you find out oh they got a i didn't know that credit card existed i didn't Mm. know that was bought i I didn't didn't know that account existed exactly and so a lot of ways you know the trust can break down Mm -hmm. but here's the good news love can rebuild love can rebuild because love is choosing Mm -hmm. to to um reach out for trust and Mm -hmm. embrace trust and it's reaching out for god because Mm -hmm. if god is willing to work to rebuild um when we can all admit (laughs) we have failed miserably we have made promises Mm -hmm. and not come through we had made promises and vows and not come through we can all give a, a laundry list along those lines and yet there god is faithful mm-hmm. reaching out to, to us, forgive us to forgive us and to cleanse us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness that Amen. scripture says yeah and so i mean to cleanse us mm-hmm. so let's let's look here at a scripture we had talked about before we went live with you here today and i think it's going to give some great equipping along these lines we've kind of set up the conversation now let's let's go a little bit further and look at some equipping that scripture gives us about the mission of love and about how can we be successful on the mission oh, and it's found successful on the mission in first peter in fact we were just in first peter i gave you that verse that kim quoted about uh, all things that pertain to life and godliness oh, things but here we are in First Peter chapter 4, and it's referring to Christ. How many know Christ fulfilled his mission? Yes, he did. And his mission was a mission of love. Yes. And you might say, well, what's it got to do with the mission of marriage? Well, aren't we the bride of Christ? Wasn't oh. this a marriage that he was, we're going to be covenant partners forever with Jesus. That's right. And so it was all about marriage. It mm-hmm. was all about a covenant union. Because it was all about family. It was all about family. So here in First Peter chapter 4, I'm going to read it uh, here in the King James. And I think Kim's going to read it either Amplified, Passion. I'm not sure what she's got pulled up. But First Peter 4, 
1 and 2 says, For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time, or we could say do marriage, in the flesh according to the lusts of men, but rather to the will of God. Okay, so I'll read it from the Amplified Classic first. It says, So since Christ suffered in the flesh for us, for you, arm yourself with the same thought and purpose patiently to suffer rather than fail to please God. Mm. For whoever has suffered in the flesh... Having the mind of Christ there you go. is done with intentional sin. He has stopped pleasing himself and the world and pleasing and pleases God so that he can no longer spend the rest of his natural life living by his human appetites mm-hmm. and desires. But he lives for what God's wills. Amen. So what God wills. So it's all about the mind of Christ, that if we have the mind of Christ, then we're going to suffer in the flesh. In other mm-hmm. words, we're not going to get to do what our flesh always we wants to, to do. We have to crucify our flesh. In yeah. other words, tell it no much of the time. All the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Don't ever let it raise up. Oh, because when it raises up, then it doesn't um, produce pretty. No. Okay, so here's the Passion Translation of First Peter 4.1. Since Christ, though innocent, suffered in his flesh for you, now you also must be a prepared soldier. Hmm. There you go. Having the same mindset, for whoever has died in his body is done with sin. So live the rest of your earthly life no longer concerned with human desires, but consumed with what brings pleasure to God. Amen. And so that's the mission of marriage. (laughs) The mission of marriage requires us to have the mind of Christ. What we just read there perfectly parallels Philippians 2, where it says, let this mind be in you, which was also Mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery or something to be held on to, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant made in the likeness of man, being found in fashion as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient even unto death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name so that at the name of Jesus, Every knee should bow, every tongue confess. So if we're going to see our marriage rise up, if we're going to see our marriage exalted, if we're going to see our marriage come up, then there's only one path to Mm -hmm. that. And it's the path that Jesus gave us an example of. We have to choose to serve each other. Mm -hmm. We have to choose love. And like 1 Peter 4 says, we're going to have to choose to refuse Refuse our flesh. flesh. That means we're always going to have a temptation to say what the flesh wants to say or 
do what the flesh wants to do. Everybody has that feeling. And so the only way to come up and fulfill the mission of love, the mission of marriage, is we're going to have to choose to refuse the flesh. That's right. Flesh that we all have. Mm-hmm. But notice it's, it's the mind. It's the mindset. You know, it makes me think about, let's, let's go to Romans chapter 8, Kim, because it talks about, you know, life in the spirit versus life in the flesh. And again, it talks about, it's the mindset. It's how we think. Mm-hmm. And so the real shift can take place in a marriage when we really begin to change how we think. That's right. You know, we got to, like the scripture just says, this has to be about God receiving pleasure. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you've probably heard us, if you've heard any of our conversations, you've heard us talk about what does it look like when God wins? Mm-hmm. You know, when love wins. In other words, we got we got to make a commitment. In fact, maybe today you can just, even in, during this conversation, just let there be a renewal of yes. your commitment to just do it God's way. Do it God's way. I mean, we could all sit here and say we've, Maybe not done it God's way in the past. <laughs> you know, Hello, we all have not done it God's way. <laughs> well, and it's not that we and it doesn't work that. too good. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't allow your marriage to come to the place God wants it to be, and that you and your spouse want it to be. But here's the thing: is that we can renew our commitment to God's way. We can renew our commitment to arm ourselves, like Scripture we just read. To, to not just think that, hey, I'm going to always get to do what I want to do. I'm going to always get to say what I want to say. But love may restrain me. Love may redirect me. Love may hit the pause and say, no, don't even have that conversation now. Or love may, in love, mm-hmm. confront something that needs to be confronted. Exactly. Did it's, you catch that? That's, that's the beautiful um, balance. Mm-hmm. Sometimes love will make you zip your lip. Other times, love will have make, you you speak. make you speak up. And sometimes he'll have you speak up when you don't want to speak up. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, just like he will have you zip your lip when you really are on the inside screaming. <laughs> <laughs> ready to give him the business. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Ah! And I got lots to say. Mm, hello. <laughs> but no, Romans chapter 8, beautiful passage along these lines. It's just, again, it's just the battle is going to be won and lost many times in our mindset, how we're thinking. That's why we're taking a little bit of time here to kind of dig into passages of Scripture. These will reinforce your marriage. These will reinforce your life of faith. Because, I mean, you got to do marriage by faith, Right. Romans 8 says, Therefore, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk after the flesh, but after the Spirit. After the Spirit. So it's contrasting flesh and Spirit. You know, like it said in 1 Peter 4, those that have suffered in the flesh will Mm -hmm. cease from sin. They're going to live in the Spirit. If you suffer in the flesh, you're willing to just refuse the flesh to have its way. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. So right there, what does that mean? It means it's possible. Mm -hmm. Because if you're born again and you've received Holy Spirit into your life, then it's possible. Yes. It's possible to live in the Spirit, walk in the Spirit, 
Verse 3 says, For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh. He actually condemned and won over the flesh so that the righteous requirement of the law be fulfilled in us if we don't walk after the flesh. There it is again. Now here's where it brings in the mind. Verse 5 and 6 and 7. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit the things or mind the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. You want to kill your marriage? Just be carnally minded. Uh-oh. Just think after the flesh. Just do it. <laughs> Just say what your flesh thinks. Just do what your flesh wants. Ooh, you'll find a big wall <laughs> rising between you and your spouse. <laughs> and if there's not a wall, there might be, you know, a car driving off over the horizon. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and he gone, she gone, Uh-oh. whatever. But again, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded. See, that's what Peter was talking about. Mm-hmm. Ceasing from sin, choosing to be armed in our mind, knowing these things. It's to be spiritually minded. Well, that means that it has to be an intentional um aiming, pressing mm-hmm. to live in the spirit at all times. Yeah. And, you know, um, our home is our what we've called our garden, our or, garden or the Jewish call it their sanctuary. That's right. And um, so we have to be intentional in our pursuit of protection. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important what we allow in. Yeah. You know, you're not going to find... Um, movies that are full of strife, mm-hmm. division, um, violence, vengeance, vengeance, anger. sexual immura- impurity. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find those things yep. in in the Spellman Garden. Yeah, and some people would say, "Oh, well, that's just a movie. We could just watch a movie." Well, really, can you afford those seeds in your heart? Uh oh. Can you afford those seeds in your children's heart? Oh, in your spouse's heart? I mean, we see words, images, thoughts, all that, especially when it's so emotionally charged. And that's a good movie will get your emotions going. Yes. That means that's like fertilizer for that thought. It's not just the thought. It's actually uh, fertilized with the emotion of that thought. Mm-hmm. So when you Come watch on. a movie that stirs up that vengeance, that anger, you know, that, it's a spirit that uh, lust, <laughs> that desire, um, where it maybe makes frivolousness of you know flirting and things like that. Where our eyes, because the the Bible talks even mm-hmm. about your eyes. Yeah, they're floodgates. That's right. And so we cannot afford. I cannot afford. My marriage cannot afford. Just frivolous seeds getting sown into my heart, especially if they've got that emotional fertilizer that a movie will give them or a, a drama or saga will give them. We're going to have to choose what we watch and what we listen to, the the songs we choose. The songs we choose. And, you know, we, um, we're talking about marriage, but we, we as parents, I mean, we, we were very, still are, mm-hmm. very, very aware of what's being put in the airways of our home. Right. And we have trained our two sons that mm-hmm. um, there's floodgates. 
there's ear gates Mm -hmm. and they're going, it's going straight into your spirit. And can you afford, like Mark just said, for that seed to grow in the the orchard of your heart that's right because you're going to eat fruit of it because it's going to be in the orchard of your home Mm -hmm. it's going to be in the orchard of your marriage Mm -hmm. you will eat its fruit you will eat its fruit i mean there's no way once a seed gets planted and a fruit (laughs) and and a plant comes up there's fruit and even if you don't pick them then those rotten fruits are going to be dropping they're going to be all you know you ever been around a tree that didn't get picked Come all that, on. All that rotten fruit just it's laying around there. the tree. It's there, and it's mushy, and it's stinky. Ugh, and gross. So we don't want <laughs> these things growing. And you might say, oh, my gosh, you're making me miserable. You're thinking about all this. but Yeah, or, or you're thinking, well, what can we watch? Mm-hmm. Well, begin to ask the Holy Spirit, exactly. what, do we do, what do we do with this time? Mm-hmm. What do we do to... Um, to to position ourselves differently we we do a as a family we play games mm-hmm. around our table as as a family we turn on instrumental music mm-hmm. and we will sing and pray and praise in the presence of the lord mm-hmm. together a time that we would maybe put in a, a movie quote unquote on mm-hmm. now we do allow and have we like to learn so we'll watch things um, like there used to be a show that was called um, um, ah. How It's Made. No, the blowing up. Oh, Mythbusters. Mythbusters. <laughs> and some of those would kind of get a little hairy and we'd have to kind of not keep some of them. But um, because of their talking and what they mm-hmm. would insinuate. But most of them were how it's made mm-hmm. or how the brain is made. We We always looked at things that were learning um and we would have major discussions we'd watch one of those and then have a major discussion about it and here's the thing you might be saying well just you know a lot of times the flesh will say well give me a list give me a a yes list or a no list Mm -hmm. but see here's the point i love what you said kim you said you need just need to ask holy spirit because what may be acceptable for one person may not be acceptable Mm -hmm. for another yeah, so it's not about putting, you know, we're not trying to put our convictions on you. Nope. But we are trying to encourage you to be very intimate with Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. realize that you have a garden to protect. First of all, it's the garden of your heart. Yes. But beyond that, it's the garden of your marriage. And beyond that, it's the garden of your home. That's right. And so we're not here trying to put any of our convictions on you. We're just trying to encourage you. We're trying to uh, maybe in some way challenge you seek towards intimacy Mm -hmm. with the Holy spirit because we do have a, we do know this we're mandated by scripture to protect our garden. That's right. Whether it's the garden of our heart, the garden of our marriage or the garden of our home. And when we get into a posture of, living in the presence of God and protecting that garden, Mm -hmm. it produces things that are good seeds. It produces things that help us as husband and wife in what we were talking about, pursuing, positioning ourselves in choosing agape, choosing the love way, choosing to, to learn what what does the Bible say about this? What are some stories in the yeah. Bible that will, you know, instead of watching a movie, get a chapter mm-hmm. and and have a conversation 
about a major story in the Bible. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you don't have to be a theologian just to have Mm-mm. some fun with the word. No. And, and you know, the bottom, Paint a picture. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we, we did Jenga games. Mm-hmm. That we would we would talk about different the walls of Jericho. Mm-hmm. Would you, you know? I mean, you can do things that are going to produce life mm-hmm. at all ages with your sons and different seasons of your marriage. Just have fun. Be creative. God wants to be creative in your marriage and in your home. That's right. And here's the I think the simplest rule: if you could imagine. Jesus in the flesh <laughs> with you, with you, sharing that time, having fun with you, watching the movie, playing whatever it would be. As long as you know you would feel comfortable with Him in the flesh with you, then go after it. Just that's right. Enjoy it. Have because then your conscience is good and clear. That's right. Because that's the beauty of it. Is God wants to have fun with you. He wants to have fun with you in your marriage. He wants to have fun with you in your family and your home. And so let me, I just feel impressed, Kim, just to pray, because I feel like somebody wants to just kind of renew their commitment. That's right. And wants to renew their commitment to doing it God's way. Doing it God's way. And to be armed, like 1 Peter 4 Mm -hmm. says, with a mindset that says, hey, I'm not going to do just what my flesh wants. I'm going to do what would give God pleasure, what would give Jesus pleasure. So I just want to pray for you today. So Father, in Jesus' name, I just lift up our our listeners today, those that are sitting at the table with us in this conversation. And I pray, Father, that you're just giving grace to them to renew their commitment, to renew their dedication, to to just do what is pleasurable to you. And and yes, give them wisdom, give them direction, how they can make these changes, how they can make these changes fun and inspirational yes. and life-giving, not just a, another set of rules, I can't do this, I can't do that. But God, let life come forward in their heart. Yes, to seek you. Yes, Mm -hmm. help them find a path back to a place where they know that in their marriage or in their family with their kids, it's going to be fun and it's going to bring you pleasure in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much for joining us today in this conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, We are so thankful that you um, would take your time and Listen all the way to the end and, right. and and enjoy this conversation with us today. So until next time, we just want you to know that you're blessed. That's right. That he's keeping you. He's making his face to shine That's upon right. you. He's lifting, lifting up, up his countenance upon you. And he is giving you complete shalom and peace.